Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. The topic of this episode is asking questions. Again, it is me, your most favorite host, Mo, and I have with me, as usual, the most favorite co-host, Bo. Hello. So we have done some uh, power of asking question. That was one podcast we did before, <clears throat> which I strongly recommend. You know, if you can uh, listen or watch it, that would be, I would say, is a good one. Uh, it is about how I build my house, uh, not knowing construction at all, and but anyway, it was really good. But now, asking question: the the first question that they have for you, Bo. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when you ask questions? Do you feel you've been smart or not so smart? I don't. I don't know. I never really thought about it that way before. I I usually think that I want the answer. So I think I need I need to know the answer. That's why I'm asking the question. So, so normally I want to. You know, I I don't think about it as smart or stupid. It's I want to know the answer to the question because I don't know something. Okay, good. So you're not okay. I guess it's that I'm ignorant. <laughs> But not in like it. I know that word sounds negative, but it's, yes. not, but it's not. I would not use that word. Oh. Actually, the, the response that you had was good. You don't care. Uh, you're not worried about how it is looked at. Well, no. How, how the hell am I supposed to know? Because sometimes, uh, very frequently, actually, it happens. People that they don't ask questions because they are worried if they are looked at as, oh, that was a stupid question. Why did you ask that? And that is good that you're not worried about that. <clears throat> I get self-conscious when I ask questions. When I've asked many questions, many, 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 right? And then sometimes, oh, and this, oh, wait, and this, oh, wait, and this. Then I get, I'll start getting a little self-conscious, like I've asked too many questions, like I might be annoying somebody. Or else sometimes you forget to ask a question because you weren't thinking about the time. And then, oh, man, now i got to ask that, that question. Sometimes then I get a little bit of self-conscious because I feel that I'm annoying people. Hmm. When when I should just ask the question, and that's when you get into, and then you kind of let it go, let it go, let it go, and then it comes to a point where uh, I have to make a decision. So you end up asking the question anyway. You th- you said you think that you might be annoying them. Did you ask them that if you're annoying them? No, that's a good idea to My do. My mind just made up stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is goes back to previous podcast we were talking about that making mistakes. Something you think. That is a mistake too, but it's not a mistake. Or you think that you're annoying them, and you may not be. Yeah, right. So this is where I'm going that. And Looking at work through our own glasses, even if they are really good glasses, it doesn't work the best. The best is to ask a question and get a feedback from the other party. Yeah. You know, am I annoying you? And then even if they say yes... Even if they say yes, they say that. But unfortunately, we have to go through this process because I have to know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do something that, you know, ends up, you know, to be what you don't want that. Right. So I would say, you no, know, personally, I would say, I would, personally, I would ask questions very comfortably. And then now, um, and that is why I'm asking that, you know, how do you feel even today? Today, this morning, this is in the afternoon that we are doing this podcast, but this morning, uh, uh, I think I told you earlier that, you know, we were doing some of the 
I had these guys that they would help me to put some wood chips. <clears throat> I had a lot of weeds in my front yard. And then anyway, so we put some uh, fabric and then wood chips on it. And then when I, I jumped into the truck and I was trying to basically uh, fill out the wheelbarrows to push it there. Then I asked the guy, I said, is there a way that you do this that is better? And you know, he never looked at me that, oh, what's a dumb question that you know you cannot even use a fork to, to push this thing? No, he was very actually good. And he said, yeah, I would do it this way. And mm-hmm. the way that he was doing it, it was faster. It was more efficient. So, I mean, personally, I never hesitate about asking a question. And I think actually provides normally a kind of a credit to the other party that I'm respecting your opinion right. because you have done this. Yep. Does it work every time? The answer is no. Because sometimes some people, they look at you, duh, you're such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but really, yeah. it more, more reflects on them than you. This is the thing. And now I'm going to jump a few steps. I'm going to bring this up. During the process of building this house that I did, obviously I, I, I haven't done construction. I didn't know much at all. But anyway, so during this process, I kept asking questions. And to be honest, you know, and this is a very honest you know, feedback that I have here, most people, they were really nice about it. Most of the contractors, they were patient, they were respectful, they were really good, most of them. And because of that, it made me a lot more comfortable to ask questions. And the end result became exactly what I wanted. And sometimes if I was making a mistake, they corrected me, no, you you may want to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to get them to become more of a consultant versus a technician. The difference is technicians say, I want this done, and they say, okay, I'm going to do it. The consultant will say, why do you want it that way? What do you want to be the end result? Is there a better way? And, you know, and they was encouraging that behavior in them and they acted as such. And because of that, it was really good. Except one. And I'm not saying necessarily every time it works. Sometimes you get the wrong person, which, for example, the, um, I have a spiral staircase in the house that, you know, it was uh, supposed to be stained. So the guy who did the stain job, and then I asked him, so how can I take care of this stain? His response was, don't do anything stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, is this your response? <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> so what does that mean? What is a stupid? <laughs> and then <laughs> I continued. I said, can I walk on it with my shoes on? Well, so if your shoes are soft, it's okay. I said, so that is the question. I don't know. Yes, if you go with a high heel, if your shoe has spikes, it will penetrate through the stain and then it will expose the wood. The wood, And then the whole idea of stain is to preserve the wood so that obviously is not exposed to the elements, mm-hmm. which elements are sun and air as well as water. It tries to seal it. Right. But he didn't go through that. So I, as a matter of fact, I went afterwards on YouTube and I found some more information. But for example, another question that has, so does the sunlight affect this? I have a lot of windows. Does it affect the stain? Does it? It does. It does. It, but, you know, it's not as much. The way that I understood is not as much. A stain helps. But again, the stain itself will fade away the color of it, but as well, you know, I think it will affect it over time. 
Can you get some with like a UV coating? Is that a thing? <sighs> oh my God, now you got me there. I should go on YouTube and check on that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just, he said that it's supposed to last for a long, long time. And I'm talking like 20, 30, 40 years. But then I was asking, so how do you clean it up? So then the, he realized that, you know, afterwards, he himself, he realized the answer that he has, it was more stupid than my question. <laughs> my yeah, question was yeah. not as stupid. I'm going into some details. I know I'm not asking, can I put my knife, you know, to stab this stain? No, I'm not asking that. I'm asking how can I take care of it? Yeah, like can what, I just how, kill, do you, how do you clean it properly? How would they clean it without damaging it? What chemicals do you not use and yes. that kind of thing, right? And yeah. then the answer was very simple. Just use water. Just a wet, you know, towel and that's it. You don't have to do really anything specific. Mm. Then, but if there is a penetration, then what would happen? It's, a, it's better to seal it as soon as you can. That's all it is. Because if the penetration is there, then as it is exposed to elements. Right. Which elements, again, it would be sun, uh, water, and air. Anyways, I don't want to get into further details, but you know, okay. so we don't, I mean, it was the question was not stupid. And even if it was stupid, really it was his responsibility not to make me feel like that. Myself as a physio, a lot of time people, they come and they ask a question that really is not clear. And I don't blame them. They don't know. Mm -hmm. And if I treat them like that, they would never ever come back. You know, you help them to... Um, a kind of mature the question. Right. Or you rephrase it or you help them because, you know, sometimes the word that they use is wrong. You know, this, the question is wrong. And they are not expert in the field and they are not supposed to know. And if they want to act like they know, then it normally shows that, oops, now you're, that is the dumb part. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to act like you know while you don't know as much. Right. You know, it's better to, you know, just really be more, an honest question versus a question that you're looking for an answer or you have a intention in it. Now, the other thing is, um, are there dumb questions in your opinion? I wouldn't say dumb questions. I think they're annoying questions. Actually, there are dumb questions too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how, how, how can one say? I don't know. <laughs> no, actually, there are dumb questions. Dumb questions are, for example, like when I said I built my house and then this friend of mine asked, so, Mo, have you thought what you would do differently? I said, that's a very dumb question. Why should I think about that? I, if I'm I not going to be building another house, I don't need the experience of it. Why should I think about that? Well, it wasn't a dumb question because you told him an answer that he didn't think of before. <laughs> so now he's better off for having asked That's that actually a very good point. That is, I like that. You just nailed it there. And mm -hmm. this is exactly where I'm going. That normally I say, I recommend, I prefer a dumb question than a smart assumption. Mm -hmm. because when you ask dumb questions, but there are dumb questions, when you ask dumb questions, over time, you realize what is dumb, what is a smart question. We will do another podcast on this, how to ask a question, and that will change a lot of things. We will do another podcast on this one, hopefully next one. Okay. But, um, but yeah, there, there are dumb questions, but again, it's better to have a dumb question than a smart assumption. Yep. That when we when I was an apprentice plumber, me and this other apprentice were sitting there in the, the office of our um, project manager, 
and we were sent out to do some work and you know like on our own you know no no journeyman around or anything and he's talking about we have to do this and this and this and he's listing all these things that we have to do and i'm like oh, i don't know any of this stuff and the other guy's like yep 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 <laughs> i'm like oh good at he, this he, he's, he's on it oh <laughs> this will be all right so i'm not gonna ask anything oh he's 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 got it we're good and we go out he goes okay so what the what what, what were they they are talking about in there i'm like what he goes, I didn't know what they're talking about. Like, how are we going to do this? But you were nodding and saying yes. He's like, no, no I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I didn't ask me any, any questions I because I thought you knew what you're doing. It's like, oh. Actually, you're saying in some cultures, generally, they like to say yes, generally. So even if they don't understand, they say yes. And I, have, I had this once, you know, a friend of mine, he asked that, you know, they had hired, you know, some uh, some staff from some other countries and said that I don't understand I tell them they say yes but then they don't know yeah, yeah. I said unfortunately this is a cultural thing that you say yes to everything and you don't know so one of the best way is to say okay can you repeat that after me what did I say so but, the, it but goes back but then, but then they're just going to look at you they're going to feel stupid and they're going to look at you and smile okay you will get over it you, you better get over it remember this story. No, I, I, I'm going to now bring this up because sometimes people, they say, you have to be careful how you say things so that people understand you right. I said that is, I take responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. But part of the responsibility goes on the listener to make sure that they have understood me right. It's not just all the responsibility on the person who speaks. It's the responsibility on the listener too. In this case, if you establish that we had talked about this in one podcast. It's called the three-way communication, that we do that. And even in here it happens. Remember that. I said in this certain culture, it's a bit more often. But in here it happens too, that we lack that three-way communication. And that would be, I say, hey, Bo, uh, can you do this? Then you would repeat back to me. Is that what you want? Then I would say yes. So you repeat what you heard. And you might change it in your own words to make sure that you are exactly on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's a very important thing. Yeah, I usually have to draw a picture afterwards. And sometimes if it that, takes that, that seems to work best because when you describe something, you know, it, it, it never, it just never fits. Actually, you're saying, we are talking about this. Um, uh, it was a few years ago. I had um, these two friends. We were talking, then I asked a question. I don't exactly remember what it was. And then she responded something. I said, what do you mean? Can you elaborate? Then the other one said, Did you understand? didn't you understand her? I said, no, I didn't. That's why I'm asking for elaboration. So did you understand her? She said, yes. I said, okay. So I pulled her aside. I asked the question for the second time. I said, so what do you think she said? She responded. We came back, I asked. She had responded uh, differently. I said, this is exactly, and she was shocked. I said, this is exactly where I'm going. Sometimes it's not as clear. And it was a kind of a yes or no, almost that. Mm. So, and she got, had a 50% chance of getting it right. And she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we make those mistakes. That is why the clarity is very, very important. Actually, in business, I read this somewhere. That makes sense. That says, success of a business, 10% is competence, 10% is confidence. 80% is clarity. Mm. Of course, 
don't worry about this percentage, 10, 10, 80. It's not quite like that. But, you know, it just wants to make the f- uh, pay the attention that the clarity is very, very important. If you are very clear on anything that we do, on the expectations, especially when it comes to business or in friendship, when it comes to, again, expectations that we have in our friendship, you know, in the roles that we play. And sometimes we are not really as clear in our honesty till it goes on. Right. So we just yep. work on it. We make it more and more clear. That's all it is. But clarity, and that will happen only and only by asking questions. Right. You know, so because of that, now how do they, do you feel about that? Again, I'm hoping people feel about it that they are smart. As a matter of fact, I mean, and again, it goes back to something that sometimes in a culture, that if you ask questions, you know, or in, among some, some people, that this has happened, that you sound more stupid, and I agree with that, some do that, but really it is more reflects on them than, than you. But as people, they get more educated, and when I say educated, again, I don't mean high school and, you know, I don't know, university, I'm talking social, uh, street smart, they ask more questions to, to be clear. And reiterate. And then the question, another question comes up that normally children ask a lot of questions. For example, that, 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 they want to know the names because they want to start the language. Yeah, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Of course, sometimes they come annoying <laughs> because they ask sometimes a stupid question that they want to strangle them. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we have laws against that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I thought I came to a free country. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> Jeez, you can't. You can't even can't, kill somebody. You can't, can't smack around kids. Whoa. <laughs> That's what's a joke. That's what, I love children. I love children as long as they are not mine. <laughs> but now, when it comes to that, then why children stop asking questions? Because they start knowing everything. One is, of course, the way that, you know, sometimes they ask a stupid question. Then, that is then, one. And then you get to be like 30 and you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh, the, the, and, and that is that is correct. You know, as as and we have to be. You know, uh, that is true. But at one point, sometimes we don't teach them, or we don't encourage them to ask a smart question. We normally encourage them to have a smart answer. Or you mean like how to structure a question properly yes. to get the t- t- so that you're clear? Not just that. That is part of it. But actually, I was listening to this podcast. This lady, uh, sorry, TED Talk. This lady, she was doing um, the talk. She said that, you know, instead of we should teach our, you know, children, instead of to say, oh, did you have a good answer? What's the proper answer? Maybe you should ask them, did you ask any, what is the best question you can ask today? Something in that line that, you know, we want to encourage children to ask good questions. As I said, we will Mm -hmm. talk about what's a, how to ask a good question, you know, in the, uh, next podcast hopefully because that will change completely the direction just to give you a kind of a hint is this for example I don't remember the detail but it was some time ago that you know several years ago politicians they came and changed the law which actually in my opinion it was a good change and then well, the, uh, the, there was a rule something they came up with I don't know what it was but the, <laughs> the, the reporter okay. goes ask somebody how does this law affect you negatively? That was the question. Oh, so they're looking for a specific answer then. That, that was the thing. It was what a dumb question to ask. 
you're asking how can it be negative so she will well, or she or a, he would come up with an answer that you know how it's a negative it's, but you it's didn't a, ask how does it affect you yeah it's a leading question that is yeah yeah, yeah. and we do that very frequently sometimes we ask a question i want a certain answer yeah that power of asking question myself i said you know when i was showed my drawing to this lady and she said that i wouldn't buy a house because the dining room is a small and then i didn't like her. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I kind of hated her. But then afterwards, you know, she makes, she makes sense. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that comment because afterwards I changed some stuff and it changed quite a few other things in the house that made it perfect. But at that point, I asked my question. It was, I'm asking, I'm seeking approval. And you didn't approve of me and then I don't like you. <laughs> So we want to be asking a smart question. But although, as I said, really the comment that she made was, was one of the best thing ever. I'm so grateful. I wish I knew who she was. I would go thank her. <laughs> but again, so power of asking question, you know, that, you know, if we ask a smart question and we don't. Yes, if we ask again dumb question, at one point we learn how not to ask dumb questions and more ask smart questions. As I said, we will be talking about how to ask, you know, uh, a smart question you know, at the next, hopefully the next episode. And I'm just trying to see, damn it, did I miss anything? And then again, who would you ask the question that becomes another thing? I keep saying that, you know, that you ask the person who is educated in the field with the positive proven track record. So for or, example. Or just the person who it affects. Um, the, the person who you need the answer from. I'm not going to ask a mechanical engineer <clears throat> um, how does a lady want her, her tap put in exactly do you, you know. want it this way or that way <laughs> you know I'm not going to go find an expert in the field or, or I'm not going to go to a designer and say how should we do this I'm going to say hey how would you like this put in because we can do it all sorts of Correct. ways when you're providing a service in that field yes I know yes. Uh, but what I meant it was I was talking about different things if for example I have a plumbing question I wouldn't go ask a mechanic and if I have a mechanical question, I'm not going to ask my doctor. <laughs> so ask yeah, the person. You should, you should ask who it affects. That's correct. Who, 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 the, who, who do you need the answer from? But very frequently it happens when it came to the design of the house, because normally everybody has a house or lives in one, then anybody can be potentially a right person to ask. Yeah. But when I have a specific question, then I have to find out the specific person. Mm-hmm. So then because of that, you have to be smart to find the right person. For example, as I said, if I have um, I said a mechanical problem, I'm going to ask a mechanic whom I trust, again, that the trust comes at two levels, as I say, that they have my best interest in mind and that their best doesn't suck. So I'm going to ask a mechanic versus ask my buddy who randomly knows something. Mm-hmm. But we do that very frequently. Randomly, we ask some somebody. I asked my mama because I trust my mama, but my mama is not a mechanic. You know, so, and we make these mistakes very, very routinely, very routinely. Mm -hmm. That, you know, we are not asking the right person and this is how to pick the right person. What do they know? Uh, Time to time it happens, for example, I, I have clients that they, let's say they hurt in the shoulder and say that, oh, my buddy said do this. So who's your buddy? You know, yeah, <laughs> you don't do that. You have to ask somebody who knows more. 
Yeah. So and and the other people and unfortunately at times society forces us into having an opinion or answering a question. For example, the concept of voting. When we vote, which I know this is opening a can of worm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for example, the, why are you looking at me when you say that? We have to go and vote. For example, for when political thing happens. Yeah. If I don't know the politician. I don't know what the hell they are going to be doing their job duties exactly, and I don't know the process of human resources. Who am I to vote? And that is why, oh, we get the politician that they are dishonest. <laughs> that is exactly how it happens. <laughs> But that's another. So, am I against voting? The answer is yes. And not that they say that you should not vote. I would say you can vote if you're qualified. So, how do you qualify? You know the politicians. You know what they are getting into, and you know the process of human resources. Of course, I have. Now I'm going to briefly say that somebody said that. So who would qualify you? I said the same people that they qualify you how to drive a drive a car. The same people who gives you a license to do be a, be a plumber or physio, and the same people. It's a freedom. You can vote. So you write a test. <clears throat> yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Hmm. And actually, it makes life a lot simpler. So if I don't know, I don't have to worry about voting. And if I'm interested, I go learn and I do that. Then I start to vote. Well, that's another that's story for another night again. Well, that's something. That yeah, uh, and that's to, it. Uh, that to, is that is to, to digest that a little bit. That that is. I understand. This is something that you know is against what we have learned. So it sounds very oh my god, but no, actually, it makes life a lot simpler and better. The one that I'm suggesting, but again, uh, thanks for listening. So we will come back. We will talk about how to ask a, a, a you know the proper question because there are dumb questions. But again, a dumb question is better than a, a smart assumption. So keep asking questions and get better at it. And uh, hopefully, we will talk to you very soon again in the next podcast. Okay. Again, don't uh, forget. Life is simple. We make it complicated. Take care. Bye. Bye now.